Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 44 is entitled, What is Knowledge? Synonyms for knowledge are Scholarship, education, erudition, intelligence, awareness, consciousness, cognition, comprehension, discernment, perception, information, facts. When we think of knowledge, we often think of facts, sometimes redundantly referred to as true facts. A better word would be accurate facts, though that also is a tautology. Factual implies accuracy. In a crime investigation, detectives gather facts, but learn very quickly that perceptions differ. No two people see things exactly alike. How many thousands, if not tens of thousands, have claimed to see Bigfoot, that elusive monster of the woods, UFOs, aliens, or ghosts? Putting hoaxes aside, it is irrational to condemn every eyewitness of lying. But in the absence of physical proof, it is not irrational to be skeptical about their interpretation of what they saw. Their facts may be accepted, but not their perceptions or interpretations of those facts. We must distinguish between facts regardless of how accurate, and knowledge. We also need to separate knowledge from truth. All the synonyms above are synonyms of knowledge, but they are not synonyms of truth. Truth, for example, exists without knowledge. Therefore, we need to distinguish between knowledge and truth. Paul said, 2 Timothy 3.7 Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Truth, then, is in a category by itself. We may have a knowledge of truth, but knowledge itself is not truth. Truth is impervious to knowledge. We discover truth. We do not create it. Truth is impervious to everything. Interestingly enough, if you try to find a definition of truth, reference books become rather elusive. One Oxford dictionary defined truth as the quality or state of being true. That is like defining salt as the quality or state of being salty. In fact, it is hard to get out of a loop. The same Oxford Dictionary defined truth as that which is true. Of course, it is meaningless to define a word with a word itself. The dictionary continues, that which is true or in accordance with fact or reality. The definition does not get out of its tautology. To say that truth is fact is the same as saying that truth is truth. The dictionary continued, a fact or belief that is accepted as true. That negates the entire idea of truth. To accept something as true does not make it true. Go back to the fruitless chase for Bigfoot or UFOs or aliens or ghosts. To say, I believe something is true, therefore it is true, is a classic logical fallacy. It is also a classic logical fallacy to say that the majority believe it is true, therefore it is true. Or to say that this or that authority says it is true. Therefore, it is true. We are, as a nation, a gullible bunch, for we accept truth simply because a movie star or sports figure or some other famous person said it was true. 
It sells mouthwash and global warming, but it doesn't change truth. Truth and facts are not the same thing, which means that knowledge and truth are not the same thing. Since it is somewhat fruitless to define a term by saying what it isn't, perhaps it is best if we try to identify the primary attribute of truth. To my mind, it is this. Truth never changes. That eliminates facts as a definition of truth because facts change. Facts are like an ice sculpture in the sun or the image of a cloud in the sky. So what in our world of entropy is permanent? Laws are permanent. Are laws truth? The answer, of course, depends upon whose laws you are talking about. The laws of man are not permanent. Therefore, they do not qualify as truth. There are only two sets of laws that are permanent, the laws of nature and the laws of God. That immediately brings our Declaration of Independence to mind. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the cause which impel them to the separation. That is followed by one of the greatest statements to come out of our founding document. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Three things come out of that. Equality is eternal because it is a gift of God. Truth is eternal because it is one with the laws of God. Rights are eternal because they are endowed by our Creator. This nation was founded upon the eternal nature of truth and equality and rights. Any deviation away from those self-evident truths will destroy our democratic republic. We cannot compromise. Truth, equality, and endowed rights are the foundation of this nation. In that brief statement, our forefathers defined the only two classes of truth that exist, the laws of nature and the laws of nature's God. In other words, temporal laws and spiritual laws. Everything else is subject to the sands of time. Any movement away from that profound truth will bring about our downfall. Only as long as we build our laws on the rock of truth can we endure as a nation. Why? Because when we replace the absolute truths of God with the giddy opinions of man, we build our nation on sand and subject our laws to the corruptions of a world lost in contradictions, uncertainty, opinions, and the entropy of man-made ideology. Its fall will be swift and certain as the sands that follow the receding tide. That is what Christ is referring to when he said, John eight thirty two, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That brings us back to the differences between knowledge and truth. One may have knowledge of a million facts and be considered a genius, but know nothing about truth. In Job, we read, Job thirty-five sixteen, He multiplieth words without knowledge. Our forefathers understood self-evident truth. Self-evident truth is absolute truth sometimes referred to as common knowledge. Those who reject self-evident truth believe that all truth is relative, meaning it changes with the times. That is the philosophy of communism. In the Communist Manifesto, Karl Marx wrote, 
But communism abolishes eternal truth. It abolishes all religion and all morality instead of constituting them on a new basis. It therefore acts in contradiction to all past historical experience. Any move by our government towards socialism, communism, Marxism, or totalitarianism in any form is a move away from our fundamental belief in self-evident truth. If we ever lose the concept of self-evident truth, then we lose the soul of democracy. King David said, Psalms 117.2 For his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Isaiah informs us, Isaiah 5.13 Therefore my people are gone into captivity, because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished, and their multitude dried up with thirst. Paul advises us, 1 Timothy 2.4 Come unto the knowledge of the truth. Knowledge of science gives us freedom and mortality. However, it is more important to study the revelations of God through his prophets, for knowledge of spiritual law not only gives purpose to life, it also increases our agency both in mortality and in immortality. Knowledge of science gives us control over our environment, even over entropy, whose appetite is insatiable and whose drooling fangs are ever sharp. Knowledge of good and evil gives us power over Satan. 1 Peter 5, 8 Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. We must have knowledge of truth, both knowledge of the truths of natural law and the knowledge of the truths of spiritual law. Only upon that can we progress as a nation. In Proverbs we read, Proverbs 1-7 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Knowledge of man gives us pause. However, knowledge of God gives us purpose. Knowledge of science gives us access to unlimited choices. Knowledge of good and evil gives us wisdom to make those choices. Knowledge of man allows us to make balanced laws to govern those choices, that we may retain our liberty, yet live together in harmony, not in discord. Knowledge of God allows us to combine the laws of God, spiritual or eternal laws, and the laws of science, temporal or natural laws, and the laws of man. Human law or laws of right is discussed by St. Thomas Aquinas to increase in agency, freedom, and liberty. For a democratic republic to exist, two things must pre-exist in the minds, hearts, and beliefs of the people. Eternal truth, one. Free will is inherent in man's intelligence. Eternal truth, two. We are children of God, and God, not government, creates us equal. We must find the path to freedom, agency, and liberty. Let us call the knowledge of science the path to freedom, the knowledge of good and evil the path to agency, and the perfect blending of the laws of God and man the path to liberty. We can never be a free nation unless we adhere to all three. Knowledge of science and of man is necessary to our freedom as we wander in a wilderness delicately balanced between order and chaos. Knowledge of science helps us to navigate the ever-looming perils of a shaken earth an angry sea, and a thundering sky. Knowledge of medicine helps us to fight the ravages of disease. 
Knowledge of the mind helps us to understand the scintillating differences in wondrous man, thus giving us compassion. Knowledge of man helps us to negotiate the awful perils of power. Whether launched by reason or unleashed by emotion, power, like a hurricane at sea, increases in fury as unimposed, it forgets its origin, becomes a life unto itself, and turns to land against man. However, only knowledge of God gives meaning to the sorrows of quarreling opposites. Only faith in God empowers man over the fighting elements of mortal earth and carnal man, and gives hope to the soul in its struggle for life, liberty, and happiness. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.